Previously on Guardians of Fahal. Last time, you adventurers had a meeting with royalty where Hans and Franz, Andrew's character, met with the Duchess of the Wind Plains, the mysterious Lady Elaine Heiress, and revealed the potential threat of the school being broken into and a magical item being stolen. She seemed to believe his claim and dismissed him to return later along with the others after she had convened with her mages. Back at the guild, Una had written a letter and sent it to Orin to fill him in on the situation. And meanwhile, Hans and Franz Josh's character and Nora worked in the forge on some tent spikes for a tarp. And Rowan spent time meditating, trying to tap into more memories of a past life. After Hans and Franz, Andrew's character returned, they spent an evening just waiting to get ready to meet Felix when Felix actually arrived disguised as a 15-year-old girl at the Merchant's Guild to talk with them. They were given updates on the Selkie's potential movements and Ulin's mannerisms, making Unan believe a little bit more that he has sided with her, but the rest of the party still not trusting him. The next morning, they were called back to Lady Lane's office and viewed the item in question where Una discovered ruins on the piece of bone basically insinuated that something bad would happen if used in a ritual to connect with other similar fragments. So, with that, we had left off, and Elaine had said she would be willing to grant you all some magical help to deal with this, since you were so keen on catching them. So, um, you go back and forth on your plan with her. You decided, like, you made requests for certain magical items, and she basically all approved, so I will want one of you to write down what you got from her. I can do that. All right, so she's giving you five regular healing potions, Two greater healing potions. Oh, that's that's lovely. Uh, okay. Four sets of manacles. Magical unbreaking. <laughs> no, just regular ones, but that'll that'll work. Okay. Um, and a bead of force. Um, and then three net arrows for Una. So basically, they have. I have it pulled up, but if she fires them, it, she could potentially restrain somebody if they get caught in it and fail the deck save. It's like a net, okay. but it causes a restrained effect. And then there's a DC to break it once if they fail the dex check to avoid it. Um, okay, so should we decide who gets to hold each of these things? Cause Nora already has one greater healing potion on her that she made. So mm -hmm. maybe we should distribute the other healing potions throughout the group. And Hans and Franz definitely needs those arrows. 100%. <laughs> you're <laughs> muted, Megan. Yeah, you're still muted, yo. Still muted. Were you double muted? <laughs> she She's must still be. muted. Uh-oh. Speak your piece, yep. girl. Um... Can you provide me the DCs for these? Both the DC to yep. see if they get trapped and then the break DC. Yep, give me one second, I can pull it Sorry. up. Sorry. It's from the sheet we looked at yesterday. Um, D and D speed. So the deck save is a DC 13 against being restrained. And then on its turn, they can make a strength check to break three, free. And the DC is a 16. Okay. Perfect. Um, uh, 
As far as potions, I have two regular healing potions on me. I have none. Okay. But I also have lay on hands. So we have five. So do we each want to have one? Or Una, do you want to give yours up and hand it to somebody else? I can give mine to someone who's melee. This is a very weird melee party. We've got a barbarian who's going to take half damage. We've got a paladin who can heal himself and a cleric who can heal himself. And really anyone, because healing word. Um, Lizzie, what is... So who all has potions? I have two regular... You have a greater, Sam. I have a greater, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep I'll one of the regulars. Yeah. So Una, we still have had... three available. Yep. Una had three at the very beginning of the campaign, and I used one. one of them. So yeah, you have two regular healing potions oh. from yeah. that. Yeah, I have zero, so I'll take I one. zero. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it not take one, and... Yeah. Uh, if you forget one, I'd see either Andrew or Josh get the extra, my extra. Um, I'd say that that my Hans and Fraun should get the extra because I have action surge and can yeah. throw out a lot of healing if I need to. Okay. I could be like, you um, get one I... and you get one. Okay. Calm down there, Oprah. Um, how many healing, greater healing potions did she give? Okay, so who wants those? Because I already have one. You want to give one of those to Rowan because he's going to have the biggest hit point pool? Or should I take one the extra to Rowan and one, one to Andrew? To yeah, so I'll take two regulars. Maybe that's what we should do. That's, that's what we should yeah, do. Yeah, that's good. So, um, two regulars. And I get one regular, one greater. Yep. And, and I have then, one regular, one greater? Yep. Yep. And then, Una, you've got your net arrows. Yep. Um, who wants to hold the beat of force? Don't worry about it. I'll take it. You just want it so bad. <laughs> Did I get the other thing, Lizzie? Um, yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah, you go ahead and take it. Yay! <laughs> and then, who sh- we have four manacles. Who wants to be in charge of taking care of these guys? Because who's the, who's the dungeon master for this? Megan? Because she has the speed to close the distance. I mean, it's going to take one of us three, probably, to restrain them. To restrain them. Unless they're knocked out, which then it doesn't matter who has them. Yeah. I would say either me or Nora have a... Just so that way you three can restrain. Uh, My strength is... Average. I don't Do we want to just split this. them then? Maybe like I take two, you take two? Yeah, that works for me. Okay. And then we'll just rely on you guys to restrain so that we can then go cut them. So we can go Got kill it. them? Oh. Cuff yeah. them. I said kill them, I was yeah. like... Oh. <laughs> okay, so I have two, Nora has two. That just takes care of everything then. Yeah. Uh, so the item you requested, um, she's actually planning on leaving a, Elaine basically explains that she's not fool enough to leave the real item in the vault and is going to make some sort of a duplicate that can make, at least give off a magical essence and potentially pass, since she's assuming none of them have handled it personally, except for, um, date Lord, uh, Lord Bellwater's son, which... He will be in our custody if all goes to plan, and we'll never have to encounter it in general. 
Yeah. So so they will, she says if their plan succeeds in grabbing the item, then they will have a fake. And if not, and you manage to capture them and wish to send this mole back with you, send this mole back with it, then I will give him the duplicate then. For that is one term of condition. If you manage to bring him back alive and he is willing to agree to be a spy, I insist upon meeting him first. And also having some piece of, some article of him. Hair, clothing, anything like that. I may be able to supply the hair if needed. That would help. I still would like to speak with him myself first and also gain a sense of who he is. First cry. Andrew doesn't what did you say? He's never scried before. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you mumbled. Were you saying, um, did you say yeah. what does the hair do for you? Um, she says, it's not really any of your business, but it may help me keep an eye on things. A scrying eye. I mean, <laughs> do we want to just do that now? If you're, if you have a piece of his hair, that would, I would happily take it now in case he escapes. However, if you are successful in capturing them and he is, and you take him, I would like to still meet him face to face. But I want to see how this plays out before we try to do that, just because I want to make sure Par is incapacitated because I don't know her powers. If we can scrying them right now, and just go with the. Uh and take them out. Then we don't have to worry about anything. We can enjoy the festival tomorrow. They... They may have protection against that, because I'm not sure... Para is not... a normal... member of our village, and I do not know her capabilities. And I'd be afraid that she would have the ability to block such a. Well, I mean, if if we are scrying on somebody, uh, do they know? Do they know when they are being spied upon? I'm reading the spells of it. She might be aware that there's something there. That would be what I'd be afraid of. Doesn't seem like a very good spell. If they know you're doing it. No, they don't know that, Elaine will say, they do not know that they're doing it, unless, um, the main thing is, though, I have a greater chance of succeeding if I have a lock of hair or I've actually met the person wow. before. Do we already have hair? So that's a good question. Since I've transformed, the hair has become part of me, right? So that's it's no definitely not how no, that it's, works. It's still individual locks of hair. The hair does it's not. It doesn't hey. absorb into your hair. <laughs> it's still get like streaks of like different colors. Um, no, I I never envisioned it that way. I figured it was just no. I mean, it, it's like line. it's like a piece of equipment. It just yeah, it's on your person, and yeah. then yeah. yeah, and then it's not. I mean, yep. we want to give it a try. I mean, if we have to not go fuck around town and maybe be where they're going to be, so it's like a pretty good idea. My only concern is that we might put other people in danger by doing Why, they're hidden way. somewhere. And then we would know where they are. It'd be easy to ambush them. 
If you have a piece of hair, I can certainly try. I definitely think it would be stronger if I'd met them, but if you think that you could take, and there's a potential of stopping them before even the robbery happens, that's also preferable. And she'll hold out her hand like expectantly, like, all right, give me the hair. Is Una hesitating? Oh yeah. Is there a reason you hesitate, child of the sea? It feels like breaking a promise or a bond. And I, I can't give it to you. Why not? It is a betrayal that I cannot perform. What is a betrayal? You may have the hair back when I'm done with it. I don't need to hold on to it. It is a piece that was given to me to protect. And I, it would be like me giving someone I do not fully trust a piece of one of your locks. I cannot betray that trust. So are you saying you don't trust the Duchess here? As much as she's been very helpful to our missions, she also, I'm sure, has her own secrets that she likes to keep. And so, yes, I count her as an ally, but she's not as great of an ally for me to betray this. Well, it's just to look to see where they are, and then she'll give it back. Plus, if you look in on him, and he's talking about how trusting we are and we're gonna do this thing and that then we know information's good Una right now's the time to be very prepared I'm gonna grab my dice one second she's gonna leave it to <laughs> the roll now what I'm trying to decide is would Lady Elaine do hold person on her or not <laughs> that's what would Lady Elaine force the issue that's what I'm wondering I don't know I don't think she would Nope, she wouldn't do it. So, so I'm curious why, because Hans and Franz is not taking this very uh, well, and you can see that he's very clearly upset. Oh yeah, I'm. It. So Andrew needs some understanding of this because it is literally a lock of hair. So nope. we can go. I mean, we're already going to ambush them and betray whatever you had told them. You told them that we were going to let him steal it. No, Una never said that. It is the fact that it's. It's the act of spying on someone who she has put her trust in. And this act of trading hair is an act of trust. So it's it's like breaking, it's making that bond brittle, if that makes sense. He's trusting you with his hair to do with as you will. And you're using that hair to try to back up your faith in him and keep guards and people from getting hurt. Well, we're doing that anyways. We have no idea, Megan. We have no idea if what we're planning mm-hmm. is going to work. If we know I where just... they are now and we can go there and get them. And if we know. That can save everybody. Because then they're not going to be expecting us and we can ambush them way better than we can in some sort of aqueduct system where there's no real place to hide. I, as a player, I like, yeah, we should scry it up, but I am finding it for Una to be very difficult because hair is a huge thing for them as well as yeah. people know. So like the fact that he gave this to her and she would give it to someone else to spy on him is like a huge like betrayal. It's cultural taboo. You don't give someone else's hair to someone else. It's like... Yeah. 
I, I get, yeah. I, as a, I as a DM understand where Una's coming from, where it kind of feels like, here, we got to use your mother's bones in a ritual. Like, to yeah. it's still it's, a little bit like a, oh, I don't know if I, how I feel about, about that. Like, uh, Una understands, like, this would be super freaking helpful, but like, her, the inner battle she's having with herself of like, <laughs> giving this piece up is like, basically mm-hmm. like, you're not a friend type of a thing. Like it's, it's breaking a, a tie in a way, I guess that's how I'm seeing it just because it'd be different if it was like a piece of clothing, but because it is hair itself and it means so much, it'd be like her giving a ally, a piece of like, I don't know, like a random person she met on the streets hair that she was super, I don't Like, it's just, it's, hard to explain like i i know where you're coming from i think uh elaine will kind of sit down and look look directly at you um una like very like very neutral on her face like she's studying you a bit um and she'll she'll ask you very pointedly tell me why did you bring this forth as an issue why were you concerned of this item being stolen and why are you here looking for this and you can see, like, she kind of has, like, this very, um, she's just asking very straightforwardly. It's not threatening. It's just kind of, like, I'm giving you a moment to answer. Uh, Una would kind of sit up straight and look dead back at her and say, this is a matter I was sent for, and I do not want to see people hurt. Well, then you have a choice that lays before you. Is the breaking of faith with one person who... You are attached to, but it could potentially save hundreds, if not thousands of lives. Is that which is worth more to you? No pressure or anything. Oh, and she's no, like, well. she's returning your gaze. Like, what's, what's your answer going to be? Dude, this is so difficult. <laughs> she basically is asking, is breaking yeah. his trust worth is breaking his trust worth worth lives? All, yeah, worth worth lives worth lives, lives. to you. You can uh, change the path of the the tram to hit one person you know or six people that you don't know. Yep, that's pretty much what it well, is. Well, except in this case, the tram will still miss the other person. Mm-hmm. And... That's true. It's philosophy light. I well, know, but like it's. It's so, it's such a bad thing. Ah, why do I have to roll so well right now? This is not good. Are you rolling because you don't know what she would do? Yeah, it's it's high and low thing. So like I've been rolling above 10, which is she, her refusal. Or so I rolled in, so I rolled her resolve, which was 10 or above. Mm-hmm. And then I rolled insight and like massively failed, which mm-hmm. means she couldn't read her which made her like be more prominent in her will. And then I just rolled a religion check and rolled an out 20 of like her faith in Ulin. That's, this is not- I think you're making it too complicated. I, I think you am, should just- have- because I, I know what I want to do. I want to just give the hair over and I'm mm-hmm. having a really hard time with it as like, is mm-hmm. that truly what she would do being so naive and young? Kind At of this dumb. point, Nora wants to speak up to to Una, and she's going to actually walk over to you and kind of take your hand. 
and just like hold it. it she's doing like this number, you know, like holding it. She just kind of shakes it and squeezes it a little bit. Luna, I know that this is a really hard decision. It would be like if I was, you know, if I gave something up for to get Rowan potentially in trouble. I couldn't do that. I un I understand how much it means to you, but I think the thing that you're stuck on the most is right now you have so much faith in somebody who who can't have faith in you to make things right. Right now you're trying to hold that faith because it's all that you know of this person, but I mean, think about it. If if we scry on them and that they're not you know, doing anything, things go easier than if they were to be a huge fight later. We could save a lot of people and maybe stop things from getting even worse and he'll be okay. It's more like you're protecting him, if anything, and you never know what's going to happen later. I think you need to think of your faith in him a little bit differently, considering if he was, if he had as much faith in you as you do in him, he he wouldn't be doing this. Well, uh, Roll a persuasion would... check. I know. Um, Good job, Sam. Una will look at Nora and then sigh, and she's not going to take the hair out, but she'll point to the strand that's braided. Nora's going to go ahead and take the strand. No, she... Una will not let you take it out of her hair. Una will she's, hold on. She's not, like, she's not actually taking anything out. Okay. She is simply holding it. Holding it. And okay. she is basically doing this as like a... It's it's for his protection, and she is just holding it so that you can look at it and see that it's... it's To, to us, it's just hair. To you guys, it means a lot more. But think about it like a... This is what is protecting them versus countless other people yeah and she's I mean, just giving you that look yeah i mean una's not gonna take it out of her hair but she'll like have that strand out for her to use but she's not gonna take it out i mean i think that messes up the actual Fair. spell because you got to put the hair like in the scrying pool and i think let me see like in the water basin or whatever mm, just no it just says you have to have an item of their yeah, just has to have it. So I suppose I could just be holding on to it. Whatever. I mean, like I would imagine that you'll have to like lay down and put that piece of hair in like the circle that she creates to scry with. But I mean, that's really up to Lizzie. Yeah, I guess it depends on how your scrying works. Does the hair have to be out or not? Um, I would think it needs to be separated from it. Like you have to be. She has to be able to hold on to it. So like either you're going to be sitting next to her and she's going to be holding on to your hair. I'll she can next it. to her and I'll sit okay. right next to her. All right. She she kind of is like size a little bit annoyed, but is like very well. And she'll lead you over to this area with like a chair in it and a large um, basin. And you can you actually yes, Andrew. She is. Like the, head mistress. Lady Elaine? Yep. Yeah, Lady Elaine is. Um, so she will lead, um, she will lead, um, Una? You over, Una over to, it looks like there's a chair set up over a large, um, basin of clear water, and it, you can see, though, because the water is so clear, the, uh, moon 
and stars and galaxy style like ceiling like reflect back into it and she's like you must be you must sit and just be present for it for at least a half hour or so do not interrupt my concentration and um then she'll start casting it by holding on to your hair and doing like mumbo jumbo and it's this is probably it's 10 minutes of casting it and lady seamist is kind of going to stand like behind her and whatnot like like nearby um and uh let's all right so now i gotta figure out let's see ulin will have a negative okay so the dc is gonna be would she tell us anything else that would help you know like the likeness or picture um because rowan could oh uh, yeah could she probably would she turn would... himself into a likeness yeah. of him so yeah she could do that give another negative yeah, she, would, she would be she has yeah, she she has a high intelligence. She would ask if there's any other way you could like give a visual. So, oh look at you! I tip my hat. You can see her kind of like look at what the, studying the feature, but you can see for a brief moment her be like, Ugh. like you can just see on her face like that's a very sad looking person. But then go about studying like the features and whatnot, like uh, making notes, and then okay, so then he would have a negative. Oh, my poor dear. Let's see what Ulan's... Ooh! Okay. So, 23 is what he rolled, but then a negative... 10? Is that what it is? Negative 12. So, yeah, he definitely fails it. With her DC, so... (laughs) So, um... The way that this works too is she, uh, she's putting her hands like over the water. Um, it's sort of like rippling a bit. And then you can see like above, like the ceiling start to shift a bit. And then it creates like a visual thing of also what she's seen. So you guys can watch it. And um, you see them not, it looks like in a tavern, but somewhere in a, um, a rundown looking building underground it's hover the the sensory beacon is hovering over ulan's shoulder and he's just kind of um sitting there as they're talking over um like final like they're talking over details of checking they'll check into the office and whatnot and they will be ready to leave um and then when they are planning on arriving and it's just kind of like talking. You can see a bit of the dynamic. Lou is mostly quiet and just nodding. Sienna is trying to add in like things that she thinks would be a smart idea. And Para is just like shaking her head like that's complicating it too much. Um, and basically they're they're just discussing where to be, but it, it kind of is like a um, where they're at is underground. And you can see that there looks to be like living quarters, but it probably was like an old factory warehouses like turned into living quarters and there's actually like water it looks like seeping up through one of the corners in the room that they're talking in like maybe it's somewhere near the river and there's some spillover or something like that but it's kind of looks like there's no windows in their area at all it looks like there's stairs that lead down into this space um but basically they're talking about their plans and everything. And Uland is kind of adding in along like 
things to consider and everything like that where he's he's contributing um where it's it's kind of like he's just talking about like where they'll go like what they'll do um and basically he says para do you, are we supposed to head back to breakspear once this is over to meet up with um how do you say your uncle's name megan i always forget is it padrig padrig right? padrig yeah padrig um, and she says, she says, yes, but we'll only be staying there briefly. We'll be moving on past that point, depending on what information I glean in Breakspear. My understanding was that there was some others looking for a magical item nearby there in a temple. So depending on their success, if they have not been able to successfully retrieve it, we can ally with them and find it and then we'll have more to show for our cause so based on what they're saying and their plans that they're making do we gleam any information on like where they're going what you know like other than breakspear or whatever i'm talking like immediately like okay so mm -hmm. we're gonna go in yep they're basically planning to leave and get there like um close to about 30 minutes before the chariot race, race starts is going underground and then they're waiting and then they'll be casting they're going to cast some like a water elemental basically of sorts to climb up through the pipes and disable it and then meet the bellwater kid and help like get the item and then they're going to carry the item back and then they're meeting up with him at X location um, afterwards and uh, and she and Para, she's talking about that, and then we're resolving that issue, and then we're off to Breakspear. So, if I'm getting this correct, they're not going into the sewers; they're just going to mm -hmm. send a water elemental. They're gonna they're gonna be in the aqueducts. They're casting it under like the area right where up to where the magical uh, barrier starts, and then they're disabling that and sending a water elemental up through the pipes to retrieve it and then come back down through the pipes. And then they're meeting up with the bellwater kid because the bellwater kid is doing something in the school to kind of like help get it, get the elemental in further. And then it's going to come back down through the pipes and then he's going to go meet them somewhere. So they're supposed to get, it's supposed to go in, get it and then come back down through the pipes. Like how they're getting into the aqueducts or anything like that? Um, she says that they'll come in through the southern, the southern entrance, which it does sound like the same choke point you guys had thought well, would if, be on the rather map. Rather than waiting for that choke point, if we go over there now and go into that southern entrance, maybe we can find a better place to ambush them. Yeah, she doesn't say anything specific other than we'll leave from here and then swim directly to the point, the... Orchid. Because we know that they, like, use the chalk to summon the water elemental or create it, you know, nearby. So um, mm -hmm. we could probably catch them in the act of summoning the water elemental. Yeah, if we can find a place near the choke point, that's if there is a place right there, because they probably do it right there. Uh -huh. that's, a good, that's a good point. Let's just make all of the ground and flat surfaces <laughs> wet. Done. <laughs> so that they can't um, draw on it. <laughs> so from yep. what we're able to see of the building would 
Now, I don't know if the queen would have any idea. Probably not. But would um, Seamist? I don't know if she does any sort of patrolling in town. Tracking. Would I know since I've been... I've been around this town for um, six months, I guess. Yeah, give me give me an intelligence check. Dun, 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 dun. Roll. Oh, sh- Oh, no. Plus. Um, plus one for an nope. even ten. You have no idea. Because they said they're not going to leave until, like, half an hour before... Yeah, they said they were gonna check in at their at their their venerable hideout too, like make appearances and then leave from their current their actual hideout before going so to we the maybe school. Maybe over there right now and catch them in this warehouse. Yeah, if you can figure out where it is. I mean, what do you guys think? Should we just wait for the ambush? Yeah, I think wait for the ambush. We know that they're sending a water elemental in and not yeah. themselves when they're gonna be there, um, which kind of changes the game just a little bit. Um, well, not really. Well, we kind of knew that they were sending something up the pipes because we knew that they yeah. couldn't fit up the pipes. So now mm-hmm. it's just, I guess, figuring out. <laughs> so, I mean, if we can, we'll have like a much, a very good idea of when they're going to be there. So we can cast any spells we need to, yes. at, you know, roughly then, um, mm-hmm. keep things a little tighter, and then we can have work with the duchess to um you know probably like about a half an hour before the the chariot race she yeah. can send guards in to track them to where we are and be like a backstop for them so if they do try to run away there'll be a, a bunch of guards behind them yeah that's a good idea yep and she definitely agrees with that and says i'm i'm only able to spare i i don't want a large a large accompaniment of it just because it will raise, it might spook them off. Um, but she's like, I will have guards standing by near the, um, nearby camouflage to act. And, um, I'll have, I'll have some other, she says, I'll have some other agents in play to keep an eye in case they slip by. Is there any way that you know, about the time that they go down there, we could seal off the other entrances too, and then seal off this one. Oh, you mean to the, the yeah. actual aqueducts? I could have one of my mages perhaps be down there to cast some sort of <sighs> wall. However, that only will last for so long. Well, I mean, even if it's, I mean, even if it's something like, you know, back caught down the ramp, mm-hmm up against the gates so they literally can't get through. Well, no, they're coming in through underwater, though. Like, they're swimming in. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, that hole in the floor of the warehouse is where, I guess, I'm picturing that yeah. they're going down they're into. Clearly, they're clearly describing swimming in through from the aqueducts the into the school area. To, yes. No, from, oh, from the river or from the warehouse? From the warehouse, they're going to get into the river and then swim up to the river, swim into the school entrance coming from the south, like to that they're going to get into the aqueduct chamber over there and then come complete the ritual over school. Like a bunch so. of salmon. <laughs> right, Una. So, there. I've seen you out 
you know, talking with the kids near the river when they're gathering leeches and stuff. Could you maybe talk to them and see if they know of this place? It's a different part of the river, I think. I think that they are in Quadrant 4, I think is the warehouse that is in reference there. I don't think that it's a warehouse A warehouse in 4 would be that run down and shitty? It's possible. Four, 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 and five both have war are warehouse districts. What are they like? Are they well kept? Or are they pretty rundown and shitty? Because we've been over there um, a bunch of times. Yeah, there, there's a mixture of it. I mean, like, there, there's, um, there's definitely ones that look more dilapidated that are between like, um, near the southern end of four or near the southern end of five. I mean, they could. The problem with like thirteen, which would be like the poor part of town that's like all houses and that kind of, yeah. like it's not really like warehousey. and they said they're gonna use the southern entrance yeah so maybe when we leave here we go and bet, just make a quick I'll walk. bet that um you know down go down out here for on the, the like southern part of Fayin, there's the mm-hmm. aqueduct entrance from the river that moves under the wall and into District 5. This is underground, right, Lizzie? All this is underground? Well, I would say it would be closer to the wall. Well, too, five well, is too it. Far away. Oh, I thought this what? was the no, aqu- this aqu- aqu- the major no, that's aqueduct the line. There's two rivers oh, in river. towns. There's the dock uh, yeah. No, no, no. no this that's, is a that's river. The, that's a river. Yeah. So I, I do yeah. have a feeling it's like on this line somewhere that they're getting in. I'm actually mm-hmm. more thinking it's like yeah, here. Yeah, I would say it'd be close to there, Which yeah. is how they're getting in, and yeah. then they're swimming through. So then let's try to just make a decision really quick. Do we want to try and get them there, or do we just wait? I'm, I'm fine either way. I would rather do the ambush um, and wait. Yeah. I was. I Nora would rather wait because it gives her more yeah. time okay. to prepare. Due to the yeah. water thing, Mentally. and Elaine's got to wait. Is gonna it's gonna take a few hours to get you guys your items. Yeah, I, or like an hour or two at least. There's so too many pretty... unknowns with going after them, where we at least have some sort of known by staying where mm-hmm. we are, and we do know that they'll probably be summoning closer to the river. Right? Is that kind of the understanding? There's so many. There's so many under the school. Water okay. Under the school, yeah. So they got to pull up the elements. In the aqueduct chamber under so, the school, right where we pretty much thought it was. Yep. I mean, I think that that's a better option. And then if one of them's distracted trying to summon two, that'll also help. I don't know. I my vote would be for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's that's. Uh, yeah. That's that's I, I I could have I was leaning more towards the waiting after we found out what we found mm-hmm. out because it would take a whole new plan to go try and find them and all that stuff. Go fish, um, pretty much. <laughs> Let's go. We're just gonna sit there okay. and fish for seals. Yeah. Fish for seals. All right. So are we just gonna hang out in Elaine's chambers while she gets us? I know she'll basically she'll lines. she'll say. Um, where would you like the items delivered to? <laughs> here. Right um, here! In my hand! Nowhere. Everywhere? Would you, would you prefer... She would ask, would you like the items delivered to the guild, or will you be will you be around the 
around um, the easiest place maybe somewhere to else in town. The guild, so uh, then I will have it sent. We will. I will have. I will have it delivered to the guild. With it will not be somebody dressed with my regalia. And keep this slightly under a need-to-know basis. And yeah, basically she'll she'll um, dismiss you guys. Um, she'll well, actually she'll call somebody and have them like lead you out. And you actually find this you're not in the school. Like you get let out of the keep grounds. Yeah. No, <laughs> district grounds. number one in Meyerfield. No, in in Fayette. We've we've been teleported <laughs> to district. Yeah, you're going to a no. place. I hear you guys get along. Got it. <laughs> Oh yeah, if we're there. Hans and Franz wants to challenge Lord Rice to a duel. So where where is President Snow? Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> yep. So you guys basically are here. It's okay. So she summons you guys like early morning. Where like she they had somebody show up to the guild early morning at breakfast at like seven a.m. You're, yeah, we were just yeah we hadn't even eaten breakfast. Hans and Franz is starving. Um, you guys can go get breakfast somewhere. It's probably like nine that or ten. That means we could have steak and eggs. Cherry reds. Cherry reds. Wait. No. This, it's, no, the day before. This is the day of the cherry race or the day before? It happens with teleportation. Sometimes uh, there's a time that It's, it's daylight like savings time. You just lose the entire day. That's what happens when you're on a different plane. <laughs> you guys were in the Fey Realm the whole time. That'd be awesome. Um, all right, well, go back to the guild hall? Probably. You can do that. <laughs> you, I, you successfully I, I, made I have a question, Lizzie. Yes. Something that was said during the scrying at the very end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, whatever. Patrick. She yep. made a comment about oh. we'll finish the job yeah, and then we'll Lord take care of that. She was talking about Bellwater. Allegedly. The boy. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill him. That was certainly what was implied. Allegedly. Maybe he was a sick Bellwater. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing there's four of them. It's true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, you guys go back to the guild. Yep. Hans and Franz goes back, uh, eats, goes and works out, goes back in to find closed. Una. Okay, you can do that. What's Una doing? Um, Una is probably very quiet and <laughs> is basically going to be just chilling at the river all day, just avoiding people to the best Here of Here comes Hans and Franz. Okay, you can go easily find her. He'd be out. He'd like just do some like lifting and stuff. Then he'd go for a run, and he'd probably come across mm-hmm. her in the run. Um, so he just like he'd like go past her a bit, and then like <laughs> slow down and stop, and then like slowly kind of walk back and stand like off to the side, but kind of in front of her. You know, like a good mm-hmm. ten feet or so. But your must just like navigate her, her her bubble. Rocket on your heels. Well, yeah, I'm sitting here going like this the whole time, so yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> and you just like stretch up your arms, like here, smell my sweaty Ah, uh, the smell of oak and sweat. Tree. Mm. <laughs> uh, Hold on, which 
Which way is the wind coming? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Una, I, um, I just want to say thank you for listening to us. I know it wasn't easy. Um, I realized that it's not just hair. I mean, we traded braids. And so I can understand, you know, the trust you're implying there. But it can't be easy to to do that. And I'm sorry that we talked you into it. I That's not true, I can't lie. I'm not that sorry because it's information we needed. But I do feel bad about it. Just because I don't feel sorry for it doesn't mean I don't feel bad about it. And I'm sure you don't want to talk to me right now. You don't have to. I just want to say thank you for trusting us. And listening. It does mean a lot, to me anyway, that you would trust us in this. I know it's not always easy. And I see it when you try to tell anything to us. It's difficult for you. It seems to be getting easier. And I know that, you know, we we do care about you. And we didn't do it to hurt your feelings. We did it to try and save people. But I understand if you're mad at us. Especially me. And that's all I wanted to say. I'll see you back at the guild later. And I'll start jogging back off again. Uh, Uno would probably reach out and grab your arm. Well. What is she, Elastigirl? (laughs) (laughs) Go, 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 Uno arm. Like, but I mean, like, if he was, like, if she saw him going away, she would, like, put her arm out to stop him. Okay. Um. She'll look at you with the most numb expression on her face and say that she will never do that again and she'll drop her arm and just start walking off again he'll he'll nod and go about his run yeah we'll just keep walking in the opposite direction just around the river bend pretty much I honestly she'll probably be walking all day like mm-hmm. he, like nighttime, she'll probably finally stop and go for a swim before she comes back. Like she's that was a huge thing for her, man. I was so tempted to have her do hold person, but that's I was a, like, no, she's smarter than that this. Just... She's smarter than this. I'm. Oh, not. she held me. 
Oh, if yeah. she oh, yeah. cast she's, help she's... person, Una would. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hans and Franz would not have oh, yeah. stood for that. You can hold me. Like, yeah. while not, you have understand both sides of it, he's definitely mm. going to take Una's side on that one. Yeah, and I was also like, she's not that type of person. Like, the situations were not dire enough to cause that. So, um. Anyway, okay. Uh, Sam, Josh, and Aaron, what are you guys doing for the afternoon? Uh, Nora would probably ask Rowan if he wouldn't mind helping we her in the water. In the water. And just of kind course. of being there. Mm-hmm. So much to say. I'll help you. Thank you. She'll want to go to the river and kind of like start by just like wading her feet in and, you know, slowly getting comfortable. Um, and she wants to, she wants to be somewhat close to where Una is sitting, but not like super close, just more like just to keep an eye on her, make sure she's doing okay. Be there as like, uh, if she needs me, I can run over there and help her. But otherwise <laughs> she's going to make sure she has her distance because she can tell mm-hmm. she doesn't want people around. So. Um, Una's not around at all, period. She's gone. She's Mm -hmm. not anywhere to be found, so she's not able to assist you at this time. That's fine. Uh, Nora wouldn't have asked just because she knows the emotional state that you're in, so she would, that's why she asked Rowan, and she'll just go to her usual spot that you guys had been practicing at, but she's more of just going to be like a you know, holding Rowan's hands and just kind of like waiting in the water, trying to get as deep as she can. Just, you know, the usual stuff that you guys have been doing, like yeah, her and Una, but she's going to be like, Rowan. okay, so <laughs> she'll probably be like, okay, so usually Una would now do this with me. So um, move oh. this way and arm out this way. And she would like adjust you slightly just so that she can like hold onto your arm while she like yep. paddles or something and like <laughs> doing little swimming exercises. It's cute. Too cute. Kick, 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 Yep. And doggy paddle. Turn into a dog and paddle. (laughs) Adorable. You are doing very well, Nora. Thank you. I just hope that I can get at least a little bit more comfortable before all this happens. I'm... I feel like I'm getting a little bit better with this, but it always takes me a little while to prepare at least, so. I have faith in you. Thanks. She's, she kind of like thinks for a second and then she just gets this like cute little smile on her face and like that weird vote of confidence. She's like, I believe in me too. <laughs> she, just, she just smiles and kind of just keeps working on it. Uh. Too much cuteness. She's my little bean. Yep. Okay. What's Go Hans of Franz in or Hans of doing? Uh, he's probably just um working with uh Juan mm-hmm. in the forge. Uh, he doesn't have any any projects right now, other than um. Um, you know, continuing on the Krieg uh, board and the Krieg pieces, um, just working on that, but otherwise probably just, you know, continuing to practice and do, you know, any any smithing job he can. 
um, just to, to, you know, keep his skill up and maybe learn a thing or two. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay. So as you're, um, you're, uh, working with Juan and talking, like eventually there's, um, like you can see him kind of like look through the door and then he, uh, like put, he's like, oh, excuse me a minute. And he'll, he walks over to somebody who kind of walked in and you see a, um, dwarf come into the room and is like smiling largely uh the dwarf is wearing like a light purple long tunic with yellow flowers embroidered on the chest and black pants black pants underneath um and they're they're wearing like a belt that's decorated with little white flowers on it and the whole outfit kind of just has like this loose almost like hippie-ish vibe and then their long wavy brown hair is braided into like a very loose knot held up by matching flower hairpins and then their beard has daisies weaved through it um and they're 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 kind of like mid-complexion like kind of gold tawny skin and then they have green eyes um and uh Juan goes over and like gives them a hug and they're like Ernir, it's so good to see you. I didn't know you were coming through soon. And um, the dwarf answers, Oh, you know how it takes me. Anytime I have a commission, I have to deliver and I will be going north in a few days. So I figured I'd be around for the festival and just enjoy myself. And um, they just kind of were chatting a little bit with each other for a bit. So, like catching up. What was the dwarf's name? Anir. Anir. Yeah, Hans and Franz doesn't interrupt or, or mm-hmm. um, butt in or anything like that. He'll just keep on working and 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 try not to have the the hammer strikes yeah. interrupt the conversation too much. He'll be like, mm-hmm. "All right, they're talking, they're talking, they're done talking. Okay, they're taking a breath. All right, they're back mm-hmm. to talking." Um, Anir's yeah. basically uh, chatting a bit and says, "Well, I don't mean to keep you. I should go back and." Uh, make preparations with Ponder for our troop heading north in a few days, but it was good to see you. We should catch a drink later when you're done working. And um, um, Juan is like, of course, of course, I'm sure you have lots of fun stories. Were you, you, were, you were over south, weren't you? Yes, the Blooming Meadows is pleasant to visit, not pleasant to stay in, but you know, when you're one of the only magic creators in the area, business is pretty lucrative, so I'll catch up with you later. And then Juan just waves him goodbye. And uh, then he comes back over and he's like excited, like looks kind of happy, like, oh, great. Like, I, I, it's somebody I haven't seen in a while. I get to catch up with them later tonight. So who was that one? On here? Oh, they're uh, one of the merchants who comes through here frequently. Uh, one of the finest uh, magicians and craftsmen, at least in magical items that I've ever known. And I suppose enchanter is the term they use for themselves. He makes magic items? They make magic items. Yeah, basically he explains that uh, they've been a merchant. They grew up originally in the Dwarven Kingdoms and the Fey Realm and then um, migrated to the Human Realm. And uh, Juan says that he's known um, Anir for at least 15 years now. They've kind of been, they travel around and they get commissions to make items for usually some of the wealthier people or the nobles. Does, um, does Anir... Uh, do any sort of teaching? I've never actually asked that before. Um, you could certainly try if you're trying to learn more. They they know nothing to forge work or anything like that. Their their talents rely in crafting more items and 
adding magical enchantments to jewelry, clothing, um, other sorts of items. I've never actually seen them make something physical with their hands. They're always given an item and then enchant it. Oh, so they don't do it in the crafting um, process. It is its own separate thing. Yes. I believe so. To be honest, they talk about it in some details and I try to follow, but I'm much more of a man who understands working with things with my hands. The Sometimes uh, Anir, when we're talking, gets a little abstract about things and I don't always understand what they're saying. And, and is Anir staying here in the Merchant Guild? I would assume so. Normally they stay here when they're traveling, at least in, I, I know that there will be no trade leaving, at least for a few days, at least until after the festival, so if you're hoping to talk to them, they'll probably be around. Okay, thank you. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, Hans and Franz will finish his mm-hmm. work. Hans and Franz is like, you know. oh, oh, I have somebody I could talk to. Um, but yeah, otherwise, he'll probably just keep an eye out for a near, you know, in the, uh, mm-hmm. the mess hall cafeteria area, um, or just you know, what transitioning mm-hmm. from, you know, through the halls, seeing if uh, he passes a nearby, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, striking up a conversation about crafting and the process that they go through mm-hmm. compared to his own, um, stuff like that. So probably just trying mm-hmm. to learn something extra. Yeah, it looks mostly like. You don't see them traveling around too much, like in the hallways and stuff. Eventually, when you're walking towards the dining hall, you see um, them kind of coming out of Ponder's office with a couple other people. It looks like two humans and like a tiefling. Um, and they're discuss- like they're all kind of talking together about stuff. And then, um, uh, and then it kind of looks like they're gonna start heading towards the dining room for the evening. Um, what are you guys doing during dinner time? Do you all kind of come back in for dinner? I have a question. What time yes. are we going to the aqueducts tomorrow? The morning. Like, right. do we do like late morning? Probably early morning since they're coming. My chariot races aren't until... Gonna gonna show up. What time are the chariot They're going to show up at like 6.30. Yeah, the, the chariot races start at 7, so... So, so they're probably going well, to be there at least by four. But yeah, so if we leave by like noon, mm-hmm. yeah, or maybe even a little bit earlier, I just wanted to see if I was going to be able to get, if I was going to have to postpone with Ponder. But if not, mm-hmm. then I will find Ponder throughout sometime after my workout mm-hmm. and whatnot um, and go make sure he's ready for early morning um. <laughs> Exercise. You see his face, um, and he's like, "Oh, I, I thought you'd forgot." I mean, yes, I'm completely ready. Bond, of course, I won't forget. We're friends. <laughs> so you have, an inter- you have an interesting definition of friendship, <laughs> but I am grateful for it. I suppose. Hans and Franz just looks really How confused. Like, the fuck is that supposed to mean? He's just like, oh, okay. um, he, give me an insight check. I can do this over here now. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I mean, I rolled really bad with his deception check. You're not sure. He looks, he looks a little anxious though. Like, uh, 
I, like, I, I don't really want to do this, but I also don't, I want to, I, I should, but I don't want to. It's kind of like, you know, your friend who doesn't want to go to the gym, but knows they need to start working out, like, you know, and they're apprehensive about it. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I feel like Josh and I are being attacked right I say now. Nothing. I say nothing. Um, Hans and Franz is like, don't worry. We'll go easy. And they claps on the shoulder. And then, like, not, I don't yep. like, I'm just like, you know, like, a, no, I know. And then I, he flinches. He's like, okay, okay. Like, all right, I'm trusting. In the morning. <laughs> what time? Uh, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a watch. Oh. Sound like <laughs> shortly at the dawn because we're getting into like August, like late August. No, you're you're in September, middle of September. Oh yeah, so then dawn because September, yeah, fuck, that's early. Enough. Yeah, so it'll be like seven, seven or something. I think when the sun comes up in September. Uh, no wait, is I mean, it at least later depending though. on what time of September we are, yeah. Yeah, it's like the it's like the middle of September, so yeah, whatever. We'll say we'll say like seven or eight. He's like, do I do I need to eat beforehand? Should I not eat no, beforehand? No, you want to eat afterwards. Okay. You to get your body going first, and then you eat. But you just you know a little later down. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna finish paperwork. Have a have a good rest of your evening." He was well. And he'll get back to work. Okay. <laughs> Trying to bring me ponder up a bit. Because I'm here to pump you up. <laughs> wow. Yep. I'm gonna ask my brother path. if he wants to join as well. Um. No, he would. Uh, he would be trying to schedule some time with Amir, okay, um, to go over stuff. So he's basically like, "I have to be ready for whenever I see them, because they are elusive." And who is this? <laughs> Amir. Uh, they are a dwarf enchanter that knows one. Amir. And you said Amir. No, it's Anir. It's it's an N. Anir. You're not like a near miss. Anir. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said that. Or or a near conflict. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, he just be so trying why don't to you ask Juan for find an that guy. introduction? If Juan already knows him. Oh, I didn't want to, you know, impose. I kind of wanted to be a little more natural. Just kind of, oh, I've heard about you. I'm a craftsman too, and you know, kind of. But yeah, I mean, but Juan can do that. Be like, hey, this is a friend of mine. He makes some pretty cool magical items. You know, I thought it'd be very nice if you two could maybe sit down and talk. He's got lots of questions. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Okay, I'll go ask Juan. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, are you ready for tomorrow? I think so. Yeah, I spent like, I don't know, a half an hour cleaning my sword. Then I realized that I didn't need it because it's, you know, you made it magical, so it's... I mean, they still shopping it, even though it doesn't really need it. 
But yes, you know, it is one of those self-cleaning organisms. What's an organism? <laughs> it's, you know, a musical instrument. Oh, is that like one of the ones you blow yeah. in? You know, yeah. like, uh, there was this little dwarf. His name was like Winty or something. He had one, I think. <laughs> the brother. Um, yeah, we had to do our pre, pre-battle rituals tomorrow. I've got, um, after working out Panda and stuff, I'm going to need my hair re- rebranded. If you'd be so Absolutely. kind. Absolutely. Cause. Also, also, I'll kind of like look around, make sure nobody else is really in, like right around us. And now you didn't really say anything, but I think Un's pretty upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't really say a whole lot because I didn't want to be the one to upset her again. But <laughs> it's a good idea, brother. It's a good idea. But um, also, I didn't I didn't feel I had a whole lot extra to say. It's not like I could have reiterated what you were already saying. I'm I'm really no, brother. That's, I'm really glad that's that Nora fine. was able to to step in and I cannot do what she does. She has such a way of communicating with people. Yeah, she's, she's straightforward, but not as, she's not as blunt, blunt as you and I are. Uh, well, we are very abrasive hammers. She is a, a very sharp blade. Oh no, she's like a little hammer, you know, for doing that fine detail. Work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a rock. Pick. I mean, that's all a rock hammer. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you want to like make some chess pieces or something, take your way out of a prison. Why well, you couldn't do that? That'd be impossible. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> oh my. Maybe God. if you like hid it behind a poster or something. I can't figure out where this falls on the respectful, like respectable conversation, because it is sweet, but you're also comparing her to like a tool at the same time. Well, I compared us to tools as well. I was gonna say they also compared themselves to tools. Yeah, what else would what else would Hans and Franz compare people to? I don't know people. She's like I don't know. What like jalapenos and she's like a yellow pepper? (laughs) Now that doesn't fit. Get out of here with that nonsense. She's spicy but sweet. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. I love this. Bro. No, no, I can't. No, I keep can't. going. <laughs> write a poem for her where it's like, I can, shall I compare you to a sweet and spicy pepper? <laughs> now it's kind of more lovely and temperate. Much like my favorite burrito. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Not oh, sure Nora been- would appreciate being compared to food. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, Andrew, it's almost been three days since you like said that. We told your brother he had three oh, days. Oh yeah. It's the end of the third day. Um, I would like to go find Nora as well. She might still be out by the river practicing before dinner. Just to be. Like- yeah, so you can probably go find her out there with Rowan. Hi, Nara, Rowan. Oh, oh, hi. 
hold on, hold on. And she's gonna like kind of like wrap herself up and dry off a little bit and squeeze out her hair from water from swimming and everything. And you were swimming. I I'm trying my best and trying to get better. Very nice. Very nice. Una's been teaching me a lot, and so I just wanted to give her a little bit of a break after today. So Rowan agreed to help me instead. That's that's very nice of you and of your and of Rowan. And yeah. So I wanted to come out. We should probably do something nice for Una. Oh, um, of of course. What did you have something in mind? No, <laughs> I have no idea. You know better than I do. That might be one of my two favorite quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the highlight? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be the highlight for this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm sure I can help think of something. Um, maybe we should go find your brother and we can go dry off and we can meet somewhere just to kind of talk about what we could do. That's a good idea. Um, okay. Um, have you guys eaten yet? No. I don't know what time it's, it is. Because it's, it's close to dinner, right? It's getting closer to oh, dinner. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we could always meet for dinner. Um, I I kind of have a feeling Una will want to eat alone if she does come back, so. What do you mean if she comes She's back? been... Well, if she comes back for dinner. She might be back oh. later. I don't know. Yeah, I saw her walking. I didn't mean if she... I didn't mean if she, like, comes back at all. She'll come back. Yeah, because I, I saw her walking, and I was like, right? wait, she's not... She seemed upset, but... Oh, boy. You know, I just... I feel really bad how it went down. And... I do, too. I mean, it's it's hard to really feel bad about it. I mean, it's, it's easy to feel bad about it, because now we hurt one of our friends, but... It's hard too because we need that information. So it's yeah, I don't know. Didn't want to. I think it's just because we have such different cultures than she does. It's it's different for her than it is for us. Yeah. What seemed really simple to us wasn't simple to her. So, um, we'll come up with something, but maybe just think about whatever you can, and we can just bring it all to the table when we eat. Okay. Alright, we'll see you back inside. Good luck. No. Thanks. Bye, Rowan. Goodbye. <laughs> and then I'll go back inside. Alright. Nora will wrap up her swimming and head back inside to change and dry off and stuff. Yep, you can do that easily and then um, reconvene near the dining hall as it gets busier for dinner time. Um, prior to dinner, Hans and Franz would see if he could set up a meeting with Anir um, through Juan um, per his brother's recommendation. Yeah, Juan says, um, well, if you want, I, we, we're going to be catching up over dinner. You can uh, walk over and I'll introduce you. Otherwise, if you're busy tonight, I could try to 
have you talk over breakfast I would, tomorrow I would too. love an introduction and, and tomorrow at breakfast works perfectly, absolutely. All right, all right. I will I will do that. Thank um, you very much, Juan. And then uh, you're you're welcome, Hans and Franz. But yeah, you you guys can go meet up for dinner. No problem. Do Do you mind if like we actually can we take to like next session to think on it, Lizzie? Because I actually do have some ideas. But like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm oh, having some ideas. Okay, well chronologically, if we're waiting until next session for you to give the gift, then oh no, uh, yeah, because I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it until after because we wouldn't, we don't have time to really oh, do anything. Oh sure. Unless sure. Okay, okay. Unless you know, Sam, you have something or uh. I feel like we're going to have to take a little bit more time in order to actually okay. plan this out because it's got to be something. I don't want it to feel rushed. Like, here's your apology so we can all move yeah. on. Like, it, here's, here's a, a cupcake. Here's a cake we made. Yeah. Hey, yeah. sorry. I mean, we need to feel more Yeah. No, no, you can, you can easily, you can, we can easily say you talk about it out of game. We we'll probably like after. talk like storming, but we don't actually yep. have anything done yet. Yeah, because then otherwise you guys eat dinner, you go to bed. When, when do you come back, and is there anything you do when you eventually come back? Um, that's a good question. Um, she would probably be out pretty late. She'd probably be out at least until midnight, because she'd be swimming. Mo like, the moment it turns dark, she's immediately going to go into sulky form and just swim the whole time. Um, okay. And then on the way back to the guild hall, close to like midnight or whatever, she will, I'll burn all of my spells to cast good berries. Okay. So then it'll be 60 good berries that she'll have. Cause I have six spell slots. And then is everyone sleeping in the same room as well? Yeah, you guys are all in the shared quarters. Okay, um, if that's the case, then I'll also ritual cast water breathing on everyone while they're sleeping. Then they then they drown from oxygen. Hey, water breathing's not like that. I know, I know. You can hopefully breathe not. Air. I guess no, you doesn't can, know. You can still breathe air and water. Yeah. So uh, ritually cast that to get that done and over with. Yeah, just kind of beat the shit out of herself. Pretty much is what she's gonna be doing. Are any of you waiting up for Una to come back or? Do you just wait and go to bed? No. Who knows? She wants some time. Give it time. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, it'll. Una probably won't sleep oh, very good. You, you know what I will do? What? I will grab some, like, um, some food from the dining hall, realizing that um, Una's not there, like, later in the evening, and he'll just, like, put a little, put a plate on her bed of some stuff. So that, Aww. yeah. She doesn't forget to eat again? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was a small problem, you guys. <laughs> Una's like teetering towards like an eating disorder. Oh gosh, I hope not. I hope not either. That's not healthy, girl. Future chiefs have to eat, or future rangers, head rangers have to eat balanced diets. But otherwise, we'll time skip to the morning um, if there's nothing you guys are doing that night. We can, I mean, legitimately, we can skip the workout with Ponder. It's just going to be, I'm just going to do some. Yep. Light calisthenics and a short, mm -hmm. light jog. Just because I want to see. Okay, he doesn't do terrible, and you can actually see like he's he's like breathing heavy, but trying to push through it. Which he kind of admitted that he's always had like breathing issues because some like when he was born, like his lungs were a little bit like messed up. So like he's kind of just always had breathing issues, but he does okay. He doesn't like pass out. He doesn't like die he he definitely it was a push for him but he he survives you know he he's kind of like that wasn't so bad 
As I thought it would be. No, I'm not gonna lie. By tonight, you're gonna be pretty sore. And tomorrow's what? not gonna be great either. You mean it gets worse than this? Yeah. Is there, is there, like, is there like a masseuse in the guild or something? Really? They don't have like their own masseuse for their warriors that go out and. No. no. They're contractors. They don't get healthcare. We... No, we work full time. We're just contracted out. Lizzie, as somebody who's been a contractor for like four years now, you still get no, benefits. No, I'm saying I'm you just don't get them from the, who the... you're contracted to. Yes, they're they no, they don't have a masseuse in capitalist um, you America. You probably go tell them to go. <laughs> Capitalist fan. Capitalist um, fan. No, you could probably. Uh, uh, I would give him like two gold and be like, if, "Are you going to the chariot tonight?" Oh, uh, probably. Okay, so sometime early afternoon, sit in the hot bath for a little while. Wait, I can't remember. Are the baths at the guild hot? Yeah, they have hot yeah, baths. Okay. Yeah. So take a nice hot bath this early afternoon, and then probably go get a massage. It'd be very good for you. If you don't want to be sore, see me. I love being sore. It feels good to me. It's a good pain. You know. You know. You've done something right. But I understand you've got stuff to do. So definitely a hot bath, plenty of water. Drink lots and lots of water. And then if you can get the massage, it's probably a good idea. Uh, he'll he'll kind of take it all in and is like, well, thank you. I will definitely. I think I'm gonna go take a bath now since I'm very sweaty and I don't want to go into the dining hall like this. But I I think it'll be good for me. Well. Do if I you're going to take one right day? now, then take a cold one. Take a cold bath? Yeah, you want to take a cold bath now to get everything kind of tight and good. But it's good. It's good for you to take a cold bath right away. And then lighter. Being tight is good? Well, now it's... I mean, yes. If Like, yeah. right after, if he's going to be as sore as I think he's going to be, yes, a, a, a cold <laughs> bath is good. And then later, to loosen everything back up, a hot bath. Okay, um, he'll he'll take your advice and he'll go to the baths, um, and yeah, basically you can go about the rest of your morning. Yeah, I go bathe out. in the river, because <laughs> why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Uh, get that natural river funk. How nasty is this river? Probably not as nasty as most modern day rivers, because there's not like all the pollute. This one doesn't run through town, and there's magical like cleansing a little bit on the one through town, but um, no, this river's okay. It's it's not as polluted as like anything nowadays would be. I mean, I guess you'll go in and take a bath because now you've got him. No, you've got I... me second guessing it. So he goes inside and takes a bath as well. <laughs> it's okay. Ponder Ponder is trying is is doing his yeah, cold, cold bath, bath in the river. Hot bath in the Merchant's Guild. Because mm-hmm. the bathhouse is right next to the forge. So using that yeah. using that hot forge to, to heat up the water. So y'all, is anyone doing anything else in the morning while they're working out uh, before just breakfast? Just getting my meeting with Anir. Okay. Um, and, and it's nothing, nothing too fancy. All Hans and Franz is trying yeah. to do is, you know, learn anything from Anir. If Anir would be willing to teach him... Um, if uh, if they perhaps have any sort of, you know, suggestions for him, like one thing he'd be interested in is how do you like put the enchantments into items after you've made them? All I've been able to do is enchant an item as I'm making it. 
Well, you have your introduction and it goes pretty well. Anir is interested in hearing about stuff. Anir asks to see what you made, if you have it on hand. They are interested. Um, Hans and Franz would explain that no, the, the sword that he crafted is um, um, with his brother and the axe that he crafted is, is with Ronan, uh, his traveling companion. Um, you mean yes. Rowan? Yes, dang it, I did it now. Now, narrate a yep. why. No, Anir is interested in, uh, we'll chat with you, and they basically explain it as that, well, I don't know how many other magic users you've talked to before, but usually everyone has their own way of crafting, um, items. I could certainly try to give you pointers on how to, um, enchant an item after you've made it, but really... Working with magic is is really comes down to one's own ability to be in tune with themselves and whatever energy they're trying to integrate in with the magical item. So the more you understand about the properties of what you're trying to imbue it with, and the more that you understand how of yourself you are able to find a little bit of a middle ground and create something and enchant it. Um, but he, he, er, but they, they are a lot more, um, like kind of abstracty about it. That's the shortened version of what they say, though. Talking to them is a little bit like talking to somebody who, uh, very, uh, they, they, they just kind of have this very strange and abstract way of talking about things where Hans and Franz isn't really used to it, where he, where Hans and Franz, he listens and is like, okay, logic, 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 step. Versus, yeah, Anir's process is so much more of, well, I have to find what emotion I'm currently feeling and what sort of aspect I want the weapon to have and make sure that they're going to be compatible. And then I have to do this, this, and this. And so I, he talks about, or they talk about all these different methods that they do to try to align themselves with the magic to get it to imbue on the sure. weapon. Um, so it's a very different process from what you are used to, but you 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 do manage to understand what they're saying, and it, and it makes sense. And basically, uh, they, they say, you know, the funny thing is, is even though I'm more practiced with Arcane, I do find that the divine is never truly that far away in many ways. They're they're opposites, but they still pull on the magics of the world together. So even if you are your magic comes from a goddess, that doesn't mean you can't imbue it with your own your own flair on it. Uh yeah, and, and Hans and Franz will thank Anir for um you know mm -hmm. the meeting and and we'll just think mm -hmm. about what they've talked about and um see if see if um he can come up with something for the next item he crafts to see if he can make something and then imbue it afterwards do you mind if i ask a personal question of course why you have been so forthright with me i can do no less for you have you ever made something for yourself magical Mm, no, not yet. That might be an interesting thing to explore. You might learn more about yourself through the process as well, and what your own version of magic you possess. 
that is innate to you in your your own spirit? Pretty sure whatever I have involves bees. <laughs> I, I can definitely tell your goddess is very strong with you. But there will probably be other things. And the funny thing is, is the older I get and the more I learn about myself, the more pleasantly surprised I am with what comes up that I didn't expect to be there. Just have a little bit of fun with it and maybe explore yourself a little bit. In the forge. Thank you. <laughs> I, I will uh, I will consider that. Wow, you two. They did not. I'm, I'm sure they didn't. But the things you say, Lizzie. These two. Things you say. Uh, are you guys, is anyone else doing anything in the morning? I'm going to go try and find myself. Explore myself <laughs> in the forge. You, Hans and Franz is going to the forge to find himself. He's going to go explore himself <laughs> in the forge. No, nothing. Um, no. Nora, Rowan, Una? Nope. Nope. Okay. Patiently well, anticipating the rest of the day. <laughs> all right. How about this? We will say we, you guys can get there and set up early. Um, I want to know how you're going to be entering. Like, if you're going to be... Oh, we're going to come in slowly. And then... Come in from the north. Back out a little bit. Yeah. And go back yeah. in. And if we don't... If for some reason, we don't all fit at once. Never mind. Then we'll just run in. Yep. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Ram Definitely not thinking okay. about spitting on it. <laughs> my god okay um you guys will probably have to go in from the river the itself and go down in there and find the opening so i'm assuming are you gonna do that and if you are doing it where are you doing this at um we'll come in from the north side because i don't want them to be able to track us so probably come in from up here Okay, because um, the school, because the area with the school itself is on this like. Would in we the even be able to get in from the north? Since that's that goes right into like where the the manor is. We should be able to do like right here. Like, oh, I see, be, like, I see what you're saying. Like I'm sure the yeah, like there should be a way. The, the for Duchess us. would let us into the aqueducts underneath. Yeah, she knows yeah, we're oh, doing this. Yeah, she would have had your stuff delivered. Um, so I kind of was curious, because I'm assuming you would have talked it out which way you were going to be coming in. So she'll, yeah, I mean, if either she wants to let us in, otherwise we'll come in from the north, because I don't want them to see us from the south at all. I think she would recommend you guys come in separately from the north, just so that there's no wind, because uh, Dalen, if he sees people lurking around there, like coming in from the school, like it might tip them off, or if they're somehow lurking around the school. So she would suggest coming in from like the north and... What, before we go down, Una is going to give each of you 10 good berries. Oh, thanks. How is Una looking? I, she's still, I don't know if she's like, she's not like being a salty bitch. Um, she wasn't really being salty before. She was just really no. like, she's just she's, struggling. <laughs> she's still struggling. She's majorly beating herself like this is a huge thing that she's gonna have to really overcome to be honest um especially since nothing useful came from it you know like we we pretty much are doing exactly what we would have done if 
we didn't do it. So like knowing that she's beating herself up even more about it. Like she broke this huge trust, violated this huge thing and nothing changed. You know, well, a lot of things change. We, we have their timeline so that the yeah. Duchess can try and block them off from getting away. And we know they're going to use a water elemental to try and get in so we can have a better ambush. Okay. I was basically gonna... anything, any way they could possibly get in. I Una's going to like set alarms and she's going to try to, if possible, like change the tone of the alarm and everything will be mental to her. Nothing okay. will be out loud. Would you do me a favor, Megan? And will you point where you wanted those alarms at? I'm going to mark it where you're putting them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. Pretty much. Here. That's a lot of time. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. 10 minutes each one. Yep. She knew. I knew that so, I was going to have to spend like two hours doing one, this. Two, three, four, five, six. So that's one hour. I Una planned two hours to set all this stuff. Okay, yeah. So by the time you get done, you probably have... It would be an hour and a half. Yeah, it would have been a little... Like an hour and 40 minutes, probably. Um, so, and you guys got there at four? Uh, oh, we would have... No, like noon. Okay. We would have yeah. got there at noon. Okay. Um, Una will also tell you all that you all have water breathing on you as well. Um, can you remind me again, is this all clean water or is there areas of dirty water too? It's kind of dirty gross up until like here, right? Um, well, this is, yeah, this the, is the aqueduct this stuff. Is, yeah, the aqueduct, right. the aqueduct water is clean that comes Okay, in. so. The dirtiest thing in here is probably us. Yep. And you can see at the bottom of a lot, all of these pools, there's intermittently like uh, crystals at the bottom of the pool that look like they're emitting some sort of like... Um, like purification. Yeah. You would you would guess like you would guess that it was some sort of like cleaning spell, like like purified food and drink or whatever, like just ritually like it'll keep going off. Prestigitation. Yep. Um what's a light source in here? Um there's probably it's probably dim light. If not actually would there be any light in here? There's probably there's... there's probably there's probably dim light for workers who might come through the area. Okay. Is there a way to make it dark? I mean, you could cover the walls. You could cover the um the O&B torches. You could cover whatever like the little glowing light oh, spells are down here. Um yeah, they're like mage lights, so basically you'd have to put something over it to cover them. Okay. Otherwise, it's emitting dim light. And probably there's... not everywhere. There's probably light from this corridor here, and then along the edges, so like, you can walk, but there's not, and the crystals are emitting a subtle glow, but it's not like, it's not bright light in here, it's dim light. My question is, since I can be invisible in the dark is there a place for una to do that in this chamber here the big one yeah. um probably the hallway what? like here yeah if she ducked right down here. the hallway uh right hang on i gotta get back on the layer where i can touch things again sorry if she was, if she was lurking around the corners here she probably could be 
you know, in the shadows because the light sconces are like here and here. And then there's another one further back, like over here when you get over. So like you could have a little bit of shadow. Is there anything like over here by chance over like underneath this waterfall area is like. Or is uh, there's probably possible? lights. There's probably light here as well. So like you probably could probably try to blend them back here where it would okay. be qualified as dark. Then that's probably what she would do because she doesn't think um, they come up from above. I don't think. So how are we going to know when they come in? Spreewell. Okay, so knowing that, I will take a stick, whatever, and just kind of draw out the like a rough layout so that Spreewell can point with his beak to which, which one, one they're coming in. Okay, that works for me. Okay, where are you? Got where are the rest of you guys posting up? Um, how long do we have before we suspect that they would show up? Um, what, by time Una gets done doing all her marks and everything, it's probably like 5.40, and they're showing up at like 6.30, so you Why would it take that long if we got here at noon? Oh, that's right, you got here at noon. I keep thinking you guys were here <laughs> before. You have hours. You have hours. Okay, so Nora would ask Una if she would help, mi wouldn't mind helping her um, acclimate to the water for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, kind of like what we talked about, Lizzie. Nope, Una will totally do that with you. And she would want to try going underwater with the whole water breathing stuff. Sounds like a plan. Um, Hans and Franz go over and just like puts his head underwater <laughs> and just puts under there for like five minutes at a time and then comes up. I was gonna say, Una would probably suggest that everyone try it out so they're not freaked out while, when they're in, finally in the yeah, water. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and then if that's also the case, she will cast Precedentation with her wand on mm -hmm. everyone once they're done so then they're dry while they're yeah. sitting and waiting. So and I'll also, use... Yeah. Yeah, I'll use uh, five charges of my wand then of Precedentation to dry everybody. everybody. Never mind. I'll do it. Well, do you just want to do it then, Aaron? Yeah. Perfect. Then I don't have to use my wand. I got you. I'll dry you off. It takes a minute, but you guys can kind of like spend time getting used to it. Nora, I do want you to make just a wisdom save for me. Okay. All right. Not bad. Um. So that would be, and you said a save. Yeah. Okay, so 18. Okay, you 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 find it a bit jarring at first, but as you kind of, your the water actually, it's really weird. Like the water basically goes into your, like it feels like it's going into your lungs, but then it, it's like, oh, but this feels right. Like this is okay. I can still breathe. So like there is a weird sensation, but your body does seem to be able magically to breathe. It's a little jarring, but with your will, you're like, nope. I've been practicing. I can do this. I don't know what Nora's thinking at this time, but she is. Pretty she much. Is able, yeah, <laughs> she's able to basically kind of push through it a little bit, and it's it's a, it's a big milestone for her to be underwater. And everyone is like, I can imagine everybody else is underwater, like, good job. Like, mm -hmm. there's just like bubbles coming out, like, yay! You can't really talk, but yay. Yeah, Nora would just 
get, stay underwater for a little while to get acclimated, and then she would probably go back up mm -hmm. to the surface. Yeah. Nora, um, was was that okay? Did did are are you okay? I think so. It it felt weird, and it was a little scary going into it, but I mean, <laughs> it it felt fine. Especially with how much practicing Una and I have been doing, so... Um... I don't know, it just... It didn't feel as... Scary as before? Maybe it's because I have all of you guys here with me this time. That's good. Yeah. I know how much you don't like the water, so I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. I've been practicing a lot, just in case this, uh, this kind of thing ever came up. I didn't want to be a hindrance to all of us, so I'm just going to try my best. Well, you're doing very well. Thank you. Um, I have a question. Huh? So Hans of Rons to bless for the day. Um, yep. That hits three people, I think. Yep, unless you upcast it. Which I'm not going to. Um... So I'm gonna hit myself just because I'll be in con oh, it's a concentration spell and I'll be up front fighting, so I'll probably get hit and I'll need that for concentration. Uh -huh. um, who else should I hit with that? Uh it's whoever's well, it will depend on where you guys position yourselves too. Well, I I can position myself. Yeah. Wherever. But, um uh, I would imagine that we'd want a minute. A, a minute. A minute. Uh, yeah. I would imagine that we'd want it on um, probably uh, the people up front mm -hmm. um, to help us make sure we hit more often. Yeah, but if, you know, like... Uh, I would say uh, Nora. Yeah, I would say Nora, because she's got spells over one and done. My biggest thing is I'm going to try to get, you know, some sort of control over the area first and get some... some like, and so her maintaining concentration as well. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. Um, but I do already um, have advantage on that because I'm a warcaster. So. Do you have any, like, big blowout spells, though, that it'd be good to have a d4 to hit? Let's see. Yeah, not a not a. I would ton. say melee, honestly. I would, well... So I have a plus seven to hit, so and I feel pretty confident in that. So, okay. I I mean, I guess I don't know what everybody else is. Plus yeah, I only got a plus five, so. So, I mean, I have, I think, the highest to hit chance. Yeah, because of your because ranger. Because of your ranger. Yeah, yeah the, archery, the, style. archery style. So I think that if you... And all I've got three, is Wu-Tang style. Doesn't help to hit. What um, kind of but style? I think if the three melee have it, I think that's better. Like, Wu-Tang. Uh, I mean, yeah, giving me plus would help, but I'm already ahead of the rest of you okay. to hit. So Rolling. I would definitely say melee. I've got plus seven with protector. Yeah, I've got oh I've got a plus six. I don't know, I do have a plus seven with inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Well then. Josh? Are you gonna spend your daily uh, forge thing to get a plus one weapon? Yeah, yeah. So mine is a plus six to hit. Okay. Oh, I don't have a magic weapon. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna take magic weapon, but that's also concentration. You know what's funny is like I didn't think so, but I was like I realized I'm like none of you guys asked Elaine for magical weapons or armor. Yeah. Nope. 
I should have asked for magic arrows, but those are. I should have asked for magic armor of some sort. It's okay. No. It's okay. Um, I got my net arrows. We're fi- we're fine. So just the three melee fighters then. Yeah. Just the three of the us. The three of us. Uh, we can take them down <laughs> if we try. We try. <laughs> I mean, because you're definitely gonna need it since you have the pearl. And if you guys are grappling, I'd feel more comfortable with you guys having that extra bonus. By pearl, do you, by pearl, do you mean beat of force? That doesn't Either matter. One. It's not a hit to hit or anything. Oh. They just have a, a save. Um, well, would you be able to use it for grappling? You should be able to, right? Since it's technically like an attack. Well, he there's a throw. There's something to throw. You just throw. You, you pick a spot no, within. No, for grappling. Just, not yeah, just for, grappling in general, not. Yeah, grappling because that's considered oh, oh, an attack, okay. right? Uh, well, no, it's a strength. That's uh, well, you do um you do a grapple check in in place of an attack. Yeah. So that's yeah, what I was curious if the bless would work yeah. on that or not. No, it wouldn't. It's just kind of as an action. Yeah. Not, attack rolls not an and attack. saving throws. Yeah, because they have to make a saving throw. There's no attack roll with it. So, it's just a throw it in this general area. Um, yeah, I would say you guys should probably finalize where you're going to be at. If there's nothing else you want to talk about for hours. I don't want to cut role playing short or anything. I don't want to like if you have any more tactic things, but I just was like, I would put yourselves where you're gonna be. Um, Una's gonna be trying to hide over here, so that way she has the best vantage point for this open chamber. Mm-hmm. And if it's dark, all you have to do is stand there. <laughs> uh, it's dim light, and I no, it's dim. Read. It's dim light everywhere else. Back in the waterfall area, it's dark. You can be okay. then. Yeah. So then. Because I need to be in darkness. So back by here then. I'll uh, just one be... more quick thing. Mm-hmm. So if they come in here to summon, that's good. Mm-hmm. If they go here or here to summon, then what? Uh, sneak up. Rush? Um, I was wondering if maybe because if that way I can get off like an entangle or some spikes or something. Um, if I go in this general area, I could probably keep an eye on like this area and this area in general if they were to come in um i just don't know if it's a good idea to get me in that far i know yeah, you're here and they want to come in here well then you're fucked yeah, yeah. I... Uh, I mean unless you're, a, unless you're a wild shape into something really small i don't know if that would be worth it yeah I mean, if anything, Spreel could go here too, and then just fly. Yeah, back just be to like a guys. warning. Yep. Sure. And then fly to you, and then wherever you guys draw the map, you can point it well, out. I'll draw. I'll draw it over by me. Well, I mean. yeah. Because what he can fly in around. How- so, do we want to be more hidden then? I yeah. would say yes. So maybe we should go yeah. like back here. We want to give them a chance to, if they come into here. Give them a chance to start summoning. Okay, so maybe we should be back here. In this, like, back area. Back here, or, you know, maybe even down here in the bottom left. Yeah. 
We'll figure out when it happens. Josh, what is? Yeah, where are you going? I'm thinking I was just gonna uh, stick with Rowan to kind of all oh, pairs to to stay in pairs. Yeah, you want to come I back would... around the corner until we yeah, know I... for sure where they're coming from, just in case they do come from. Yeah, I'd be here. on the other side. I'd be like here. Oh, I see. Okay, I, I was thinking that they were potentially going from that direction. I, I didn't oh, even see that. Yep, they are most likely. <laughs> most likely yeah. from this way, because but... yeah. force comes from this way. Yeah, if you don't hear them, but you see Spruel take off over towards us, then just duck back around the corner. Got it. Okay. I mean, there is a possibility they come through here, and this is the way that we came in, but it's most likely that they're coming over here, which is why I have a crap ton more alarms. Yeah. So, Lizzie, are there actually exits here and here? Uh, yeah, it looks like they go into some sort of um smaller, like, um, well, like ability room or something, or? Um... Yeah, I think they go up, they probably go up levels, but they're, like, locked, and, um, yeah, they go into more, more levels of the aqueducts, because they both go up, so they probably go the next level up. Do we want to break the handles so they can't open the doors? Like, jam the doors? Defacing public property. (laughs) And we can always stack up some of the boxes just in front of them. Yeah. Even if they get in there, they still have to take time to move everything. I'll be down with that. Yeah, I would say we if we that. had some time mm-hmm. to stack stuff in front of the door so they can't get out of those doors. Well, yeah, while you're while you're casting alarm. Yeah, yeah, we can, that. we can do that. I mean, it's not like I have like two hours to set all right. my alarms or anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm ready, right, boys. Right. Let's get it, girls and boys. You guys are in positions. Yep. Yes. Okay. So you guys are waiting, um, and it gets. You're pretty sure it's getting close to the hour. Um, give me perception checks, Una. Your alarm goes off over in this area. Can you see me putting a dot? Where? Right over here on the far end of the map, on the bottom left or right. You get you get one ping from it. Um, I immediately then send Spreewell as 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 far as he can go this round. Well, he could come over to here. You do that. That's oh, duh. Um, so yeah, he'd get there and point to the portion of the map with his beak where the alarm went off. Okay. All right. Um, that's one one round. Anyone doing anything? You get the note. Okay. Um, give me your perception checks. Uh, And ten. Okay. Uh, actually, no, just Una. And also, Una, you will have advantage on this because you feel another alarm trigger. Which one? You feel another one trigger right here. Holy shit, that's fast. Um, oh, slightly better. That's a 21. Okay. Um, you definitely, uh, see a form of a seal, like, just a single seal, like, lurking in the water past that alarm. Like, there's a shadow of it. Um... Okay. I'll, I do I'll... have a question. Really yes. Quick. This should have probably happened last round, but Rowan and Josh, you see Spruel. Yep. Fly Dip across and just go back around the corner. Let's put you on the. He is a black bat. <laughs> yeah. We'll put her. 
You don't know she's. You don't know exactly. You saw Spreel go that way, but you don't know where she is. Where you would necessarily right? But we talked about this ahead of time. Yeah, we talked about this. If they don't hear anything from back behind them, okay. Okay. These for you, Cole. Then you go around the corner. Okay. So when I got to, she probably would have gotten here. Is this now round two? No, I'm moving. This is round two. I'm just doing. Where are you going? I thought I was supposed to come back and see where Spreel was indicating. Nope. No, 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 no. We said that oh, okay. if you don't hear anything behind you, then just come back. Then just come back around, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if this is round two, Spreel will then point uh, out the second alarm that was tripped. Okay. And I will kind of creep forward in the shadows. How far can I go before, like, I hit the light um, barrier? Probably, you could probably get to about here and you'd be on just on the border edge of it so like okay. this one more square ahead of where you are okay i want to draw my bow and prepare okay. a net arrow okay next thing of combat or next round of this um because she's in the water right she's in the water you can kind of see her float up to the surface like you can see that they're trying to whatever whoever this is i know i have it sienna on the map but like yep. Whatever seal this is, is like scouting, is what you think. So, yep. nope, uh, I'm just gonna prepare with my net arrow just to, just to be ready, just in case. Okay. Then she's going to move again to three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. She's there. Um, uh, you two wouldn't be able to see her. Spreel, have Spreel give a perception check. Well, is Spreel like just sitting in the open, or no? He, he's he's pointing, he would have moved, and he's now in next to you guys, pointing out on the map. Okay, then he can't see her then. No. So you guys can't see her. Um, Una, do you do anything? Do you guys just do listening at this point? Um, Una yeah. would telepathically. Uh, going to Spruel, basically having him point to that chamber. And then kind of, I guess, flutter after he points. I'm going to have him go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He'll move to this corner. He'll like fly flutter to this corner and uh, kind of just chill on the ceiling, I guess. Okay. Because he's gonna uh, basically go and get Rowan and Hans and Franz Josh, okay. but he doesn't. He's going to slowly go. He's stealthily going. Okay, have him give me a stealth check. Oh gosh, uh, what's stealth based off of? Dex. dex. Boom, a sixteen. His dex is plus two, so he's an eighteen. Okay, she continues. Uh, this is the next round. She goes one, two. Three kind of pops her head up and looks around. Doesn't seem to notice Spreewool at all okay. up there. Uh, Hans and Franz and Nora, you're staying back around the corner. You're not moving at all. No, we're Just not moving. Like, we're completely silent. You don't need to do stealth checks then because um, you're obscured. Okay. And then she's going to go down. Three, <gasps> four. Hmm. Which way would she go? Yeah, she would go the long way. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, let's get here. Hans and Franz and no Rowan and Hans and Franz and Rowan, give me stealth checks. 
here and come here and validate what I just rolled. A nat one, please be a nat one. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that. I got a 17. <laughs> what you got, honey? A three. Oh. Well, I'm not necessarily being quiet. I'm just being obscured. So I guess it would technically be a six. Tygo's the defender, right? <laughs> she rolled a three, and her her in this form, her perception is it would still beat her passive. So her so her um her roll would have been a four in this form. So nope, nope. Well, is she no. actively checking? She's a- yeah, she's actively looking for. It would have been a four. So, but doesn't your passive backstop that? Because her passive would at least be like eleven. Um, not four. really well, in combat so much. At least okay. I don't think it does. Especially if she's actively looking. Okay. If she's actively looking, then we'll say she doesn't. Yeah. Then you just if you have a six, you said. Or yeah, you have I got a three. six. It's right okay, there in, just, in chat. It's six. Yep. Okay. You just barely beat it. Jesus Christ. That is luck. Pure luck. I mean, we're not... Because we can't even see her in the water. Right. You, yeah, I was like, you might... Actually, give me, give me... Your, your passives would note, like, a darker shape swimming underneath, but... Oh, okay. She just is going, she's just going by. She's more so, like, going around. And then if you guys don't do anything, she's just gonna kind of, like, keep looping around. Uh, 21 perception. Yeah, you notice her rowing. You notice ACL form swimming in the water. Um, Spruel is. What would he do? What would I tell him to do? If um, um, if if I see her swimming away from us, and Hans and Franz doesn't see her, I'm gonna point her out. Just literally like point. <laughs> My finger points. I think. <laughs> Spruel will stay where he's at since he has a feeling that they're going to come here. And then he can go to Nora and Hans and Franz quickly. Okay. And yeah, I'll, I'll have him just stay here and posted and watch. Because he does have 60 feet of blind sight. Yep. So, okay. hopefully that'll help if they get out of the water. He can right. hear like a mother, though. So yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Like a mother. Does Josh, does your Hans and Franz do anything when he sees the shape pass by in the water? It's really quick. She can swim pretty fast. Yes, she uh, can. No. Yeah. Okay, no, he so does one, not. Next turn, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, or no, twelve. Um, did you guys do anything that round? Do we stay there? Nope. I think, um... Like, do we kind of follow her a little bit? Well, it's not like we can vault the expanse without making any noise. Right. Um... Is there a green... You guys haven't heard anything from us. Right, we haven't received a signal, so I I would think that it'd probably be, like, double down on on Mm -hmm. stealthing. Rowan, uh, hide me better. <laughs> I'm a tree. <laughs> I, I have to hide behind the tree. Um, it's totally natural for trees. There's a really good old line. Charlie Chaplin video. There's <laughs> a tree behind enemy lines. And it's, it's, yeah. We just put a we just put a lampshade on your head. Yep. 
Um, no, is there perfectly. is there a grate on this entrance over here? On the one next to you guys? Yeah. Yeah, there's another there's another okay. grate. Looks like there's keys that you could like you could get keys to open this one, but got it. Worker access. Okay, I guess we're hunkering. Stealthily. Uh, and none of you guys are doing anything else. She's gonna move again. Anyone doing anything else or no? I'm holding and waiting. Okay. I mean, Hans and Franz no longer sees her, doesn't hear a signal. Stay in put until until he receives the call to action. Hans and Franz are about potato chips. Some pork rinds. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Una, you see her pop her head up one more time and look around this area, but she can't see you because you're in the shadow. So, like, there's just, she doesn't notice you at all. And um, if you don't do anything, she'll go back out through this alarm and I'll just kind of let it pass. And then she goes back through the other alarm. Okay. And then probably, like, a minute or two goes by. I would sense for you all. Oh, gosh, what just happened? Why? Oh, it has me on the map. Oh. Megan, I'll take over him. Where do you want him okay. to go? Point with your thing. Uh, Hans and Franz, Nora, over here. And I want th- to basically have him point out that she pretty much went back out through the same alarm. Okay. He can do that. It probably takes him like 30, like uh, not even 30 seconds to do that. And then it's just silence again for a bit. Do you guys um, do anything? With- I would move him back to the hall. Okay. Anyone else doing anything, or are you staying exactly waiting? Staying yeah, there. Yeah, we don't have anything. Okay. All Just right. Sitting and waiting. Um, you feel, after about two minutes, Una, you feel your alarm, like, ping again through that first one that th- it came through. Um, and then you feel about, like, a couple seconds afterwards, like, another ping, and then another ping, and then another ping. Okay, I would sense for you all... Oh, I got it this time. I had to zoom all the way out back there and have him point out. I'd have him do four taps through that first alarm. Okay. You can do that. Uh, round passes. You guys see Spruel come over there. Um, next round passes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You feel again her come, oh, somebody come through this one. Twelve. Um, behind you get like another one that's just crossing the threshold of that. And uh, other ones are back here. I would now. have him do two taps on the second alarm. Okay. Anyone else do anything? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, sword ready, I guess. Sharp. Okay. So, um, this time they come up. She darts this way. Just say everyone's here. Anyone do anything? Have Spreel tap two more times on that alarm. Okay. All right. I'm gonna motion for Spreel to stay here. Okay. Um, within like the fourth round, they basically kind of get up on here. Sienna and Ulan pop out of the water first, and then Para, and then Lou. Um, them. If yes. that's the case, um, um, the moment Una sees, I'm assuming who is this? Lou is the last yep. one in? Uh, yep. she but he's in her. seal form. 
Okay. You'd assume well, it's Lou because it's the biggest one. Yeah. She's going to start moving over here. How does Uda see them pop out of the water? She doesn't see them pop out of the water. She's definitely in sees, the water. She sees them oh. in the water and she sees the big, the last one that's trailing behind is the biggest. It looks like a massive bull seal. Well, it's yeah. like a manatee. A <laughs> uh, sea cow. A <laughs> sea cow. Mm. Um, <laughs> I can get here the moment I see them exit through this channel in a round. Okay. Um, give me a stealth check. Oh, no! Plus. That's a 12. Would she have advantage? It's so loud out here. No, but they have disadvantage on their perception because it's, it's, they're underwater. So they don't see you. Oh, that's good. Carol, so did you move to? Um, I've moved to. Can you move here. your character? Okay. They basically emerge out of the water. Uh, you see their distinct seal forms kind of crawling up onto the the tile. Well, you would if you were there. Who sees this? You can hear you can You can hear water dripping off and then um Snake then there's flash. like Yep, there's voices talking. Um and you can hear there's like puddles on the ground and everything is them walking around on the little area of tile. Um is that another round? Does it sound like yep. um Flap flap or shoes. <laughs> it sounds flap, like originally flap. it sounded like flap flap, and then all of a sudden it sounds like feet and like clothes okay. being wrung out. And you hear voices. This is a five foot gap, right? So I have to actually jump over this, or can I step over it? I think you would have to actually jump. You'd have to jump but, for five feet, but you can make the jump. It's just because yeah. you, your strength score is at least ten, so yeah. Yeah, I have a strength of ten, so I will jump and then like kind of yeah, I would jump and prep my bow with the net arrow just in case I made too much noise when I landed. And um, give me give me another stealth roll, but I'm gonna roll with disadvantage for them again just because they um, you know, there's water. Oh, that's a. 19. Okay. You feel like you landed really quietly and you don't hear them like stop moving around or anything. Then I'm gonna move um, to here. Then I'm gonna take another five feet sword after I land and just prep my arrow. You can hear like a a female voice say Lou, Sienna, stand guard. Mulan, get ready to summon. I'm just gonna kick the bucket, guys. Uh, I, I'm gonna kick the bucket here once I hear like chalk and stuff start going yeah nora's gonna uh, the instant that she feels like if she were to feel a nudge of like hey go she would go in there and take care of some do we know how long it takes to summon a creature because it's usually just around right um i don't think una no una wouldn't know um Nora, 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 i meant to ask quite a while back uh uh sam can we switch places so that, since oh yeah no, Nora Nora would be fine with that. Nora would protect, be fine with that. Protect me, Squire. <laughs> <laughs> Put the squishy druid. Um, now you heard Sienna say, or you heard a female voice say, Sienna, Lou, post up. Ulan, get ready to start casting. Um, and she will move over here. Ulan will move um, more towards where Sienna is right this second. 
right here and sit down and kind of begin drawing a circle and getting her to cast. You can hear chalk drawing and you also hear like um, movement. Let's see, who would go which direction? So how is this all happening in one turn? Yeah, this is all happening simultaneously. I think Sienna would go over here and start walking over here to explore. So if you guys are, as you hear them doing that and drawing chalk, they're in the midst of moving. Una's gonna turn around the corner with a net arrow and shoot Lou with it. Okay, now everyone roll initiative. Combat has begun, but who will come out on top during this battle? Find out next time on the Guardians of Fahal.